Wow, I can't believe that actually worked. The sellers rooted for us and we got it. We got that house with a 36 foot pool. Woohoo! I'm your host Philippe Hi Duke. Welcome to another episode of the Duke Bod, where we talk about real estate stories and things that are happening in the real estate market here in basically the GTA, the Greater Toronto Area. Although it does affect everything that happens in Ontario and technically the province, but we're just talking about stories because I'm a realtor here in the local area. Coming out of Halton, Peel, and Toronto are my areas of focus. So what we're going to talk about today is something that I've been talking about a few times and. There are things you can do as the buyer in this hyper aggressive seller's market that'll give you a chance, a better chance than uh, other people when you submit an offer. Now the offers itself are very bland in a way. Um, you know, you comes offer date, so there's a day that people accept, or there's a day that a house is listed and then they accept offers on that date. That's the way it goes most of the time. Now especially with the seller's market and and then you submit an offer by email because we don't do it in person because of covid and then if you're the best offer you win and it's really that simple in a way but it's a lot more complicated than that and one of the things i've been talking about is submitting any offer with a picture of your family that is trying to buy the home and also submitting a letter to the sellers why you think that home is perfect for the family especially if it comes directly from the buyers themselves, it's going to have some kind of impact, some kind of emotional impact, some kind of rooting interest for the sellers. And basically, there's a lot of things to think about here. But in reality, if I am selling a home and people are submitting offers to me, so I'm the one that's advising the sellers, a lot of the offers are just like, a lot of the agents are very unpersonable they're not like me i would say i try to make things more personable people to root for the clients because at the end of the day when you're submitting an offer yes it is going to be about the money most of the time but there are some situations and this story is going to be just like that where it comes down to a very very close situation but because you took the extra time and you made the offer a little bit more intimate, you told the listing agent about your clients and why they deserve it. And, you know, you sent them the picture of the family. It looks great. You know, your best possible picture you can send them. They're going to cheer for you. And if it becomes time to make a decision or to give you another chance to win the house, they're likely to do it. But again, it does come down to money. So again, what I'm trying to say is most of the offers are bland. Most of the agents submit offers and say, here's our offer, there you go. They now they do not talk about their clients. It's very strange that people never taught them to talk about their clients because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you as the agent, if you are submitting an offer for a buyer, you have to talk to the listing agents. You have to get some information from them. You're going to make a small impression. And if you sound professional, you give them a chance to uh, explain here are my buyers this is why they're great they're at least probably going to be like okay well at least that's one agent that told me about their buyers and uh you know they're going to come in with a nice offer i hope you know you may even say i do it all the time i'm like oh that that agent was really nice who called me seemed very professional i enjoyed the quick conversation with them 
I answered his questions. If he's the winner, that's great. I'm going to root for him. It happens all the time. That little sliver, sliver of liking someone is going to give you a better chance to win that, to win that house. However, it's not going to work all the time. If you submit a picture and uh, a letter to the sellers, however, the the price, the offer that has the highest price is so much better than yours. <laughs> They're obviously not going to take like hundred thousand dollars less or two hundred thousand dollars less. Nothing like that. They may not even take twenty thousand less. Um, but if it's very close and your offer is competitive, meaning that your price is already there. You know, if it's a very competitive situation, maybe you've removed your conditions, you've done your homework, you've already called the bank, the bank says, yes, you're good to go for this house for up to this amount. And you've done everything you need to do. You have a good amount of deposit, so typically 5%. And then you also submit your picture and your letter. <laughs> then you have a realistic chance, right? So this is how the story goes. So I have a client, um, you know, uh, well, they're actually boyfriend and girlfriend, but uh, they've decided to take their relationship to their level. They know they want to spend the rest of their lives together and they are a blended family. So now we're looking for um, a big house because one of them has two kids, one of them has three kids. So you can imagine how nice of a picture that is. And actually, they had a really nice picture uh, around Halloween where they're all on like a pumpkin, you know, in kind of like a line. And it's a beautiful picture. I really, really liked it. And uh, my tip something to keep in mind with the picture is that i'm telling you a story about a family of five kids that obviously is uh, a very nice looking picture it looks like an honest wholesome family people love generally people uh, feel sympathetic for for children and pictures now what happens if you don't have kids then what i recommend is maybe you take a picture of you and your wife you and your girlfriend whatever it is and and you show that however even more powerful picture could be like let's say let's say it's you and your wife or you and your girlfriend trying to buy a house um, and then maybe you know during Christmas you had a you know your whole family was over or even if you know three years ago before COVID you have this great family picture of your mom your aunts your uncles their grandkids like whatever like the whole family like all 10 of you guys 15 of you guys 45 of you guys send them that picture and say this is how awesome my family is uh, tell them a story we're trying to buy our first house or we're trying to settle down in a forever house and that's going to be a lot more powerful of a picture the same thing goes if you actually don't even have a boyfriend or girlfriend you're just trying to buy the house on your own that does seem pretty difficult these days with the prices, but it does definitely still happen. Uh, or maybe, you know, uh, you, only you're going on the title and, um, and maybe someone else is supporting you financially. Whatever the situation is that you're able to afford the house on your own. So only your name is on the offer as the buyer. Um, send them a, a picture, the best picture you can of you or the best picture with your family. Okay, even if you like absolutely don't even talk to your parents anymore because of some awkward situation, send them a picture of you and your parents and uh, just use it for that benefit because it's just going to look a little more sympathetic, right? We're going to look for a little bit more of a sentimental approach to this that uh, essentially we're creating, we're hoping that uh, because our offer is going to be competitive enough that one there is not another offer that just blows us out and then it doesn't matter because of money 
but two is that once the sellers see our offer and they see our picture and they see uh, eventually you know a letter hopefully attached to that I would say the picture is a, is a must and the letter is like it's better to do one than not do one at the end of the day it's just laziness just type it up on word and you know uh, I can tell you the the sellers names they're right on MLS and just say dear blah 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 we love your house we like everything about it now what I used to do on a side note is when we used to go into the house to present an offer and I'd shown the offer and we go through it in person is I used to tell the agent that look how wonderful of a job you did uh, look how beautiful the house is man you got eight offers on the house you did a wonderful job some people don't care and some people are like yeah I did do a wonderful job you know you need to kick those egos up a little bit you need to pamper those egos and you need to tell them that they did a good job even if you don't think they did it that good of a job they just got lucky because the market's on fire just tell them that they are an amazing agent because <laughs> the agents will like you again it's all about liking someone so anyways uh, there's this house in uh, Stony Creek that uh, the clients walk through and they love it they love it it's 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 actually you know we're looking at houses around 2,500 square feet this is 2,800 square feet double car garage beautiful house and it has a 36 foot swimming pool which is covered in snow because we bought it in February but there are pictures on the MLS of the pool and the agent did tell me that they had a 50 person party that he was invited to um, at some point in the summer that he said it was magical now because I represent the buyers I'm expecting to be invited to the exact same party <laughs> we'll probably have to bring my kids so you have to it will be more of a kids party plus the other five kids that are going to be living in the house <laughs> but uh, yeah uh, that's just a bonus so they go and look at this house now a few days later is the offer presentation this is the, the part that we really need to talk about and uh, perhaps the most interesting part and um, just to give you guys a heads up now the clients have put in offers at different homes so to be honest I've been sending the picture and and the letter every time I submit an offer now the other times we just didn't really have much of a chance in fact we lost one house for twenty thousand dollars so it, it was clear that the sellers really didn't care that much about the letter and the picture so that's where I say it's not gonna work every time uh, and we lost over twenty thousand but I think basically in that situation the the buyers just were not willing or they couldn't financially comprehend going anymore for that house and that's absolutely fine that's the buyer's decision and sometimes it's a financial decision and sometimes it's uh you know this is our cutoff uh we're gonna stop right there you know we're not you know my recommendation is not to get emotionally attached to the house because that's when people make bad decisions with emotions uh and then i i mean technically i'm telling you to try to make the offer process a little bit more emotional for the sellers so that they make a bad decision and they accept us right <laughs> no it's a good decision we're trying to come up with the best possible offer for them um, at the same time, right? <laughs> but anyways, so come the offer time, and we get a little lucky in this case because there are only three other offers. So it's four offers in total, right? The house is listed at 1,500,000. We submit an offer of 1,601,000. So it's already 100,000 over asking. For those of you that uh, keep tracks of what's happening in the real estate market, hundred thousand over asking is like, um, it's kind of like, do I have uh, some change in my car or underneath my couch? It's like so normal now. 
that uh, you have to put that because a lot of people are under listing their house because of COVID. They want the house to sell fast within four, five, six, seven days, and tons of people are coming in. And uh, basically, what's happening out there, if you didn't already know, uh, but I can tell you exactly statistics is that a normal market where it's a neutral market, not a buyer or seller's market, has three months of inventory. Okay. Well, let's say, if, let's say for example, let's say the average uh, month, a thousand homes are sold in a city. Well, if there's three thousand homes available, then there's three months of inventory, right? Right now, there are point five months of inventory so that means the buyers have literally no choice but to go after go after almost anything that comes up that fits some parts of their criteria if they really want a house bad enough right and people do want a house bad enough um, you know the, the the materialistic house has become such a commodity materialistic positions in general have become so sought after from the pandemic uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, there's been a real stop with vacations and stuff. But, you know, hopefully we can get back to that kind of thing. But anyways, real estate booming. Uh, we got lucky. Four offers. We submitted an offer. 1.601. The agent calls back. He's a very honest agent. I try to have the exact same approach that he has with me. If the agent was very aggressive, then uh, maybe I'd get to the point. But we have a good conversation. And, uh, you know... Uh, you know, I talked to the agent and he gives me an indication that $1,650,000 will be a competitive offer. So what's happening basically here is we submitted an, a very competitive offer with no conditions, $1.6 million and $1,000. Uh, so $1,601,000 uh, with the closing date that they wanted, which works for us. It was in May. And no conditions, uh, a good deposit, so 5%. So there's really nothing with our offer that they need to discuss. You know, everything else is good. He tells me right away, everything else is good. We can accept everything, but we just want, you know, we're giving you a second chance. So what happens a lot of times is, especially if there's more than four offers or anytime, even if there's two offers, everyone's going to go back to those offers and say, would you like to improve your offer? They're going to do it one time. I would say if the listing agent tells you you can improve your offer. He's got to tell every other agent that submitted an offer because that's the ethical way, right? So everyone gets one chance to improve their offer. And at least that's what he says, right? Because it isn't an auction per se. It is an ethically uh, non-disclosive uh, uh, type of offer situation. That's what we're used to here in the greater Toronto area, Ontario, basically, right? People aren't, don't know what the other person's offer is. Now, because we submitted the, the picture, the agent seen it, uh, the letter, he sent it to the clients. The agent, I'm talking to the agent in the way that he likes to be spoken to because I'm talking to him the way he's speaking to me. A lot of respect, calm conversation, try to be a bit jovial when you need to be. So a bit, you know, laughing about the weather and whatever, um, just small talk. And he also has a rooting interest for us. So now he's all already telling us that um, that if we put this kind of price range, not that he does he say the number? No, I tell him the number um, that I know my clients are comfortable with. And uh, he says, yeah, if you were in that kind of price as your final offer, your second chance offer, you'd be in the ballpark. So that tells me that we may not win, but we'll be close. So I, I have a conversation with my clients 
and I say, guys, I think 1.65 is very close. That's basically your maximum budget. Uh, and then they tell me, you know, they have probably a little bit more money they can wiggle in. Um, now we've lost other offers, you know, some of the houses that we've gone after, we've lost very, very badly. So at this point, it's very exciting that it's actually kind of close, right? And that this house may land somewhere close to our budget. And after they consult each other, uh, they have uh, decided to put 1665000 So 15000 over the 1.65 mark. We submit that to them um, because I know I tell them, look, if you can increase it a bit, I think we'd have a better chance. At the end of the day, 15000 is not a big deal. You can ask anyone that you know that bought a house years ago and you would ask them, hey, if you had to pay an extra 10, 15,000 for that house, would you have cared? And everyone would have said no. In the long run, it does not matter in the slightest, um, you know, because eventually house prices go up and if they go up five, 10, 15%, that's a lot more than 10 or $15,000. So the buyers come in at 1.65, one, sorry, 1.665, they submit that offer. Uh, the listing agent calls us and uh, they say, you know what, we, the sellers have talked and they will agree to accept your offer. Now, the way I did it uh, is without submitting 1.665, I told them verbally because the agent was telling us, okay, tell us what your, your you know, what your second offer is going to be so we can discuss it. So I told them verbally or, you know, I sent them a text so it was in writing. Um, and so they said, okay, if you submit that to us, so you put it on paper, now I changed the offer to be, uh, instead of uh, 1,601,000, I changed it to 1,665,000, then they will accept. So I call the buyers and I say, hey, they say they'll accept if we do to that. The buyer's getting really excited. And I said, okay, just hold on. Let I'm gonna go make the changes. You initial it, sign it and then we'll submit it only once the sellers have literally signed the offer can we celebrate, right? And uh, I'm glad I said that because literally two minutes after I got off the phone, the listing agent uh, calls me. He called the other agent that we are competing against the next best offer and told them that they're going to go, the sellers are gonna go with our offer. So we have to tell the other agent that they're going to lose this bid, they're gonna lose this house. And that agent got pissed off. He called us. He called his buyers, and the buyer submitted a third offer, an even better offer. So picture this: I just called my clients. I told them that these guys are going to accept our offer. We just need to submit the documents. They're going to accept it. They're getting excited. Jitteries, jitteries. They're finally going to get a house. The house is amazing. It's everything they always wanted for. They love the style. Everything about it. And then I get a phone call that there's an even better offer on the table. All of a sudden. Can you believe that? Like, I had to call the uh, my guys again, my buyers again, and tell them about this. They were nearly heartbroken. They're like, oh my God, I don't want to lose this house. Like, just nerves, nerves, nerves. Um, finally, after five minutes, uh, you know, I'm waiting for an update form uh, from the seller agent. And he calls me back and say, hey, you know what? Uh, the My sellers, so my clients have had a conversation. And even though the other offer is better, we said we we're going to accept your offer and we will be true to our word and accept your offer do you guys know what this means that those people were rooting for us and they said forget it we're going to give the house to these guys because we said our word is our bond 
that's the type of sellers they are. But what does that mean in the grand scheme of things? That also means that my buyers actually got this house for a little bit less, maybe 10, 15, $20,000 less than the next best offer because we had followed the steps. We had the picture, we had the letter. They were cheering for us the whole way. And they said, you know what? We agreed to do this for you. We're going to honor it. My God, are my clients excited. So when you guys do your offers, always submit a letter and a picture, at least the bare minimum, submit a picture of the best possible family version that you have, the best possible picture. Everyone looks great. You know, it's, uh, it's you want it to be a picture where people look at it and say, wow, that's a good picture. Submit it to the sellers and who knows, maybe you end up in a situation where you're going to save some money because of that or you're going to win the house, the house of your dreams because these clients want the house of their dreams. Um, and keep that in mind and good luck out there, guys. It's not easy to get a house, but if you guys need any more tips and advice, please connect with me and I'll help you out. Philippe from info, uh, info at docrealtyhomes.com. <laughs> you can email me there or check us out at docrealtyhomes.com. Happy hunting, guys. Take care.